Hello, flower, and welcome to the Human Flower Podcast, where we explore cyclical living, feminine energy, womb wisdom, dream medicine, and more. This is Jaylin, your host, and today's topic is all about authenticity. So I hope that you're comfortable. If possible, maybe you want to have an herbal tea nearby to keep you cozy as you tune in. So most of the topics that I bring up in these talks are actually inspired by the reoccurring themes that I see in the one-on-one work, doing deeper healing work with women of all ages around the menstrual cycle and energy medicine and rewilding and coming back to the body and all those sorts of things. Authenticity is a theme that comes up a lot with my one-on-one clients, and it's a concept that I've definitely sat with a lot myself over the years. It's always been a topic of interest to me, like what does it mean to be authentic? Am I being authentic? And how can I develop my authenticity? So in the work of connecting back to our menstrual cycle, One of the things that tends to happen is as we tune back into our natural bodily and energetic rhythms, we begin to notice like, huh, the way that I've been living my life and the way that I've been behaving in my roles and relationships doesn't always line up with how I'm feeling inside. And having more awareness of that inner rhythm, that inner cycle, that connection to body wisdom starts to really point out that a lot of the way that we live and behave is actually learned behavior or what you might call like programmed behavior. So there are ways that we've been taught either through our parents or guardians or through our peers or social constructs, media, you know, whatever it may have been, There are ways that we have been taught to live in socially acceptable and oftentimes economically profitable ways, which requires us to actually ignore or step over our bodily rhythms and that inner feeling. So this is a really rich topic because all humans, all beings, but especially people with menstrual cycles and wombs, are like shapeshifters. So what feels authentic to us is always in flux. Authenticity is actually a fluid and responsive way of being, as opposed to like, well, I'm a nice person and nice people behave like this, so I'm going to behave like this, right? So that's not authenticity. That's more like that social programming. And what's authentic to us is what's coming through us live and in the moment as we are grounded in ourselves, especially our bodies. People with menstrual cycles are constantly shifting through the different phases of the cycle, like day by day, week by week, cycle by cycle, And each one from bleed to bleed 
is going to take you through quite an inner journey in which you'll become like four different people, at least four different people, or four different expressions of yourself in the different phases of the cycle, right? As the energy shifts. So as we tune into our cycle, we start to notice, oh, I've been accepting of this one aspect of myself. And a little side note here, it's usually that fertile phase energy that we're very accepting of. So, oh, I've been very accepting of this one aspect of myself, but I've kind of ignored the rest of me. I've kind of ignored the rest of it. And it's usually the more socially acceptable aspects of ourselves that we tend to wear at the forefront. Some um, schools would call this like social masking. But as we move and shift through the cycle and we change and our needs and desires change, and if we're still living through that programmed self, right, then something in us feels really off. And it feels really incongruent. It feels like things are not quite syncing up, lining up. And what happens is we feel we're not living not only in our authenticity, but we're no longer living in integrity with ourselves. And this can cause like a lot of confusion and frustration and even like deep-seated resentment. So just to sum all of that up and kind of simplify it, to live in your authenticity is to live in the moment, to behave in the moment in a way that is responsive and true to you, in truth to what is going on within you in that particular moment or situation. So authenticity is really founded in like a connection with ourselves, a steady connection. So how can we then start to live a little more authentically? This is not a question that I think can be answered in like a 20 minute podcast, <laughs> but let's, let's talk, let's chat. And so, well, for sure, we can at least start by checking in with ourselves moment by moment, day by day, month by month, and checking in that how we're living, behaving, and what we're saying are all lining up with how we're feeling. Yes, those feelings, that inner feeling, because our minds can lie to us, right? Our minds lie and play tricks all the time. <laughs> But our inner feeling, like our bodily feeling, it never lies, okay? So if you want to know if you're behaving authentically, you're living authentically, check in with your inner feeling and see if what you're saying or what you're doing is lining up with that. And if it's not, you know, it's not about like punishing ourselves and thinking that we're bad people because we're not in alignment and blah, 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 all this melodrama is just interesting to notice, you know, why? Like, why are we behaving against this inner feeling? Is it maybe that this particular person, say, is triggering to you? And we can just start to notice, just noticing, 
what is happening in those situations that cause us to want to behave against how we're really feeling, that cause us to behave, you know, in programmed ways, in performed, performative ways. You know, you can ask yourself, who are you with? What do you tend to be doing when that um, incongruency arises? And is this like a reoccurring pattern? Or is it just something that happens like spontaneously? And slowly, bit by bit, we can start to get at the root of these incongruencies and start to come back home to ourselves. So it's about starting to feel really comfortable in our own skin and who we are and owning our feelings, owning our unique needs and desires, which are always shifting. Now, all of us do this or have done this, right? We've all resisted our true inner feelings and behaved in ways that are not in alignment with our true feelings. So please, this is not about being a perfect human. It's just about bringing more awareness to our true feelings. And when we tend to resist them, and maybe why that is, and when we resist feelings, that inner feeling, again and again in reoccurring patterns, again, that's when resentment starts to build or even physical tension tension in our bodies, especially around our pelvic bowl, tends to build. So we can ask ourselves, you know, is there maybe some fear around showing our true selves around particular people or situations? Are there maybe aspects of ourselves that we still have to integrate? Aspects that we've shunned or deemed bad or unworthy, right? So basically, deprogramming ourselves is to come back to our authenticity. It's an unraveling. It's an unraveling, an undoing. You were always authentic, but there's just maybe some layers and lenses that you've accumulated, that we've accumulated over the years that we can start to slowly shuck off and we'll do a lot better without them. We'll live with a lot more freedom and a lot more expansiveness. And living a lot more consciously too because we're not just acting like our program selves, but we're living from a place of grounded presence and again, connection. That helps us to develop better relationships, right? Now there's a whole other aspect to this authenticity thing, which is that energy sensitive people and actually all people, but especially energy sensitive people, some of you call yourselves empaths. So I call us energy sensitives. will notice that as you start to pay closer attention to your energy patterns, and how your body and your mind react, respond around certain people and certain situations, you might start to notice too that a lot of the energy that you're carrying is not actually yours. So I'll give you an example. 
okay? So let's say you have a friend, like a really close friend, and this friend is feeling really stressed about his or her work, but you happen to be in a really good place in your work. So this friend starts to subtly, unconsciously send out little jabs at you, right? <laughs> like little envious jabs. And so you thought you were feeling really good about your work, but all of a sudden you start to, when you're around this person, you start to feel like, hmm, maybe I'm not doing as well as I think. Maybe I'm not as skilled as I think. Maybe I'm overly confident. Maybe I should like tone it down a bit, right? So you start to pick up unconsciously maybe or even subtly these energies around you and it causes you to question yourself and it causes you to get all confused about how you feel about you and what you're doing. So what's the answer to that? It's about good energetic hygiene, <laughs> yeah? Like the way that we have physical hygiene, good energetic hygiene is an everyday must. And this is not about expecting others to behave a certain way, right? It's actually not about other people at all, at least not in this talk. But knowing how to take good care of ourselves energetically is like essential. So it helps to know what helps you to clear your energy field. So some people really resonate with working with crystals, bathing, you know, uh, ritual bathing, yoga, meditation, maybe some actual directed energy work, maybe working on your boundaries, etc., etc. Right? Being in nature is one that's really big for me. I feel that when I go out in nature, my energy field just kind of clears out and I get to be refreshed. So we want to be doing these things that help us to feel clear every single day. Even just like five minutes every day, consciously clearing that energy field around you and within you and connecting with your own true feelings, totally independent of the energies of others right? And what's interesting is what we'll find is often how we feel about any situation is actually very complex and multi-layered. So let's take the example of that friend again. So your friend's feeling kind of down, but you're actually feeling really good. So your authentic feeling might actually be complex, feeling really good about where you are in your life, but also feeling immense compassion for someone who is struggling at the same time. Yeah, so an authentic feeling is clear, but that doesn't mean it's like only one-sided. I like to keep in mind that we're very fluid beings with potential to shift and change and feel multiple things at once. Okay, so as we near kind of, the end of this podcast on authenticity, I just have to mention the ultimate energy clearing opportunity for people with wombs and cycles. So in my last podcast, I read an excerpt from my upcoming book on the menstrual cycle, 
in which I read about the healing power of menstruation. This phase of our cycle begins with a physical as well as an energetic shedding. So on day one or two or even three of our bleed time, there is this incredible release of outdated beliefs, old energies, inherited energies, and even other people's energies from our fields, and in particular, from our womb space, which is a highly receptive center of ours. So each month, we have this incredible opportunity to shed, release, and begin again. And women who connect to the power of their cycle actually report noticing that one day or that moment after this big release where they are feeling so clear, so loved, so validated, so connected to themselves, and that's a direct experience of being in their authentic energy. I call it returning to home base, your true essence. You know, being in your authentic energy feels amazing. It's maybe one of the best feelings that we can have and experience. And this experience alone of being so clearly in your authentic energy can be enough to feed you for the whole cycle ahead because we'll receive clarity, right, about where we're headed, what is true for us, what is ready to go, what we truly desire and need, and most powerfully, who we truly are. So the amazing thing is that this experience is naturally, organically, on offer through our cycle, especially through tuning in and allowing the process of our cycle. And so each turn of the cycle, we have an opportunity to begin again and to be totally refreshed and renewed. So there you have it. <laughs> Another reason to honor your bodily rhythms, your cyclical rhythm, and especially to hold sacred space around your bleed time, which is the seed of clarity and nourishment within your cycle. Again, it's that home base. So I want to leave you with an invitation to tune in to your inner feelings. You can even do it right now. Tuning into your body and especially the root of your body, the seat of yourself, your pelvic bowl. Arriving home in your bowl, you are recentered, rebalanced, and connected to your power. Authenticity can only arise when we are present and embodied because the body is always present and incredibly wise. So flowers, I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast on authenticity and I want to invite you to continue this conversation within a circle of like-minded women in our human flower community circles which happen on the last Sunday of each month from 12 o'clock to roughly 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So these are monthly circles that I hold for us to just be together in supportive community 
and engage with some really gentle, really nourishing feminine practices and to share with one another, either with your voice, you know, sharing your story, who you are, or just sharing through your beautiful presence. So if this sounds like something that would interest you, sitting in virtual circle with other human flowers, head over to patreon.com slash innerswim and join the community circle. Joining that community circle also helps to support the production of this podcast. So thank you. And you can check out innerswim.com, my website, and basically like my home landing page where you can find information on all of the things that I offer, including one-on-one work, weekly feminine connection practices, and so much more. So lots of love and fuel that authentic expression. Be fearless about it. Move in rhythm with your inner feeling. Trust yourself. Until next time, power to the creative life force seated within you, me, and all beings. Jema, thank you for listening.